and welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. And we are all back after a short break. Um, and it is we're on episode 195. Yeah, 195. Um, and so this week we're going to be talking about competition pieces. Uh, I, since Kathy is back, I've been dying to ask her some questions about this model I have and this plant that I've been waiting to show her. So since she's back, I'm going to talk about competition pieces and this piece I'm going to be working on to put in competition shows coming up, hopefully, uh, at HugCon 2022. Um, and also maybe possibly Warfare Weekend because I'm allowed to put in a model there just so I can get feedback from people, not win prizes or anything, just so I can get feedback from judges. And the model is actually really cool. Uh, so we'll be doing that. Um, but before we do that, let's go ahead and talk about our sponsors. Uh, Mini Masterworks is now one of our sponsors. We want to thank them for being so awesome. Uh, he is working on getting us product and a discount code uh, to get 10% off of everything in his store, I believe. Everything. Um, but they're working on a few things. As everybody knows, shipping and all that right now is kind of a problem. So he is working on that. Uh <laughs> And then um, we also want to thank Muse on Minis for helping us host our channel, bringing it out to everybody so everybody can hear it on all the different platforms. And if you are listening to this, you can also watch it uh, live on Twitch, or you can watch us live on, or watch us on YouTube, and we put it over there. So other than that, um, John, do we have any shout-outs this week? Uh, I think Kathy shared one with us. She did. Um, and what's interesting is what, so someone else sent that to me too but i have no clue who that person was really I, I didn't know the name i know what they've done i just didn't know the name you hadn't okay it's it's weird that you hadn't heard the name of steven sondheim because i i mean i i live in a rock sometimes or a rock sometimes <laughs> and i heard his name multiple times i when 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 the person told me that 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 steven had passed away i'm like who and then she was like this this and this i'm like oh okay I, I get it. I know what you're talking about. I know what's going on. I just didn't know the name. I, I, I admit it. I'm not gonna I'm not ashamed to do that. So other than that. <laughs> uh he passed away, what was it like eighty seventy something? I have no clue. I didn't I didn't see the age. But definitely uh that and then um I don't there was someone some Formula One team thing person that passed away but i have no clue who it was other than yeah, that there's a there's a bunch of others but not anyone i hate to say big name but not anyone maybe in the 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 wider over that a lot of people should or would know yeah um other than that let's get to the really important stuff though john what are you drinking today uh well i am actually drinking an old classic i'm drinking a screwdriver whoa kathy what you got Finishing off the Riesling. The Riesling. I am doing a Mother's Winter Grind, which is a coffee stout, uh, which I really, really like. Um, <laughs> Captain Busy. I'm not an uncultured swine. I just didn't know his name. Sorry. So, but uh, so before we get started, guys, make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Go get your vaccine if you haven't gotten it. Make sure you still wear a mask. Make sure that you're washing your hands. Make sure that you're taking care of yourself. We want to make sure that everybody is available. Because, uh, Kathy, show us your shirt. We want to see you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
at HuckCon 2022 um, and everything so we can uh, have a good time there because uh, we're I'm so looking forward to that because uh, I talked to one of the Adepticon people uh, at Warfare Weekend and told them that I was like really, 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 really looking forward to it. So uh, I really, really want to see that. Uh, also, uh, Kathy, do you have a link for that T-shirt, by the way? Uh, John might have it handier than I do. <laughs> I do. Almost like, like I may have remembered to buy some very recently. <laughs> get that link up there uh, to get that T-shirt. Um, we really want to see everybody there. We want to make sure everybody's healthy, happy. And order the shirt now while it's on sale. Yeah, and it is on sale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got the gigantic sweatshirt that's three sizes too big so that I can put other shirts underneath it because it's the winter and I'm cold. I can't argue with that. My last sweatshirt was just about the right size. Can't really fit other shirts underneath it. And I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. I like when I can put other shirts on underneath. Yeah. Layers. Yeah. Layers. So <coughs> please take care of yourself. We want to see you at Huck on 2022, AKA Adepticon. And we want to hang out and have a good time. So, from all of us, to all of y'all, we appreciate you, we love you, and be safe. Cheers. 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 I will give you birthday hugs, Captain Mizzy. Oh, yeah, Wait, don't worry about it, birthday hugs. Is it Erica's birthday? Or was it yesterday? Happy birthday, Erica. Yeah, Erica's was yesterday. Yep. Ooh, Ma Mini Masterworks has Vortex mixers on sale. Ooh. <laughs> I yeah. almost almost want one. Almost. Right. It'd be handy for a lot of people, but I have like thirteen paints that I use regularly and that's it. Switch over to the paint cam. Paint cam. I will be I will be back streaming this week, but I I have a lot of prep to do on models. So I won't be painting. I'm just going to do some reading streams to ease back into it because I've been gone from home for like two and a half weeks and I just got back. So settling in, settling in. So, Kathy, since you've been gone, excuse me, that beer's making me work. I got some plants from Jacob Jasonson. And, oh, nice. And so I wanted to show them off to you because... Here's my new glasses. Or my wow. hobby glasses. This I is the one that, that I ordered. This is the one I ordered. I'm going to clean it up a little bit because it's kind of got, you know, a little... Kind of looks swampy in a bit because it's like green and marbleized and very smooth. Got a good felt base on it and everything. You'll have to tell me if it all is in focus and everything because I've had to reset up some cameras. But... This is the base I want to use, and I'm thinking about blocking it off and making it a swamp type thing and filling it with acrylic. I don't know. I'm kind of, Are you, you going to put any kind of things that might be swamp plants or kelp yes. or something? Yeah, I was okay. thinking about that, and maybe like a lily pad, and you'll make a lily pad and stuff like that, some fishies and you know something That's in the something water. That's something I've never done as a resin for. I am, I've been too chicken. Right? I, I, I'm kind of like that too. I'm like, I've never done it either, but I, you know, okay. 
might do it. But he also, besides, this is the one that I ordered. Um, and he's got a little bit of things I'm just going to kind of clean up and stuff. But he sent me two others just for, I don't, he said his cat accidentally knocked him in. And, you know, that's the reason why I got him <gasps> type thing. So, oh, that's pretty. I like that. And then he, and you could put that on its side too. Yeah. You could do it like this or like this or like this or whatever. Yeah. Say, like this instead of like this. Or like this. Yeah. Or like this. Or like this. Didn't matter. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. This one. Um, uh -huh. The other one he gave me. <laughs> so I just thought this was interesting. Uh, I'll probably give these away. I mean. That would be nice to throw a bust on. Yeah. This one right here. Just put it right here in the top of it. And... Uh -huh. Yep. Or, or drill a hole that's coming out the uh, sort of back of the bust or the lower back. Maybe at an angle and, you know, so that it's it's sort of coming out the front. Yep. I mean, they're very pretty, very nice, very inexpensive. So the model I want to make as my competition piece and that I want to work on is Privateer Press has what's called the Legendary Series models. They're 75 millimeter hobby figuring. And this is the Totem Huntress. It is the Totem Hunter, a.k.a. Predator-esque type model. Um, and I want to do this as I, someone had done this as a competition piece at Warfare Weekend and I was like, Ooh, this looks really cool. You know, the very few pieces, a lot of it resin, cool base. I uh, won't be using that, but am I in focus? I need to pull it back. Let me tilt this up a little bit. Can you hold it closer to the camera so it's bigger? Ooh, hold on. Let me. Is definitely. Or zoom in. I mean, yeah. Either way. Let me. Yeah, the light makes it hard to see. Yeah, I just noticed that. You might be and able to hold your hand over the light and cast a little shadow on it too. That might help. Let me see if I can zoom in. Probably zoomed in as far as I can. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But. But I can turn on autofocus. Oh, because that always works. Ha <laughs> ha. Autofocus. Focusing on all the things you don't want it to focus on. Oh, my God. It could be too white, too. Hold on. Yeah, it's burnt out. Hold on. Oh. Is it on their website? Probably can't get a good shadow over it because of it actually looks pretty good from there you can see details yeah, there from further away yeah. it's not burnt out much yeah not much but i mean it's got quite a bit of actually you know what i can do hold on you can Leave us all waiting. Give me cookies. You know what? I'm dying for cookies right now for some reason. I would like cookies, please. I could also use some cookies. Like just a couple of, uh, what are they, the Samoas, you know, like those Girl Scout ones with oh, the coconut. We're not even asking for thin mints here. We're asking for like the second best cookie. No, 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 no. What are you saying now? I'm asking for Samoas. I mean, yeah, you're not asking for thin mints. It, Samoas are the best cookie. Oh, 
When you wonder where the podcast ended, <laughs> well, it had to do with raisins. <laughs> raisins and Samoas. Look, there's a difference of opinion. <gasps> Legionnaires says it's Hanukkah, get donuts. Happy Hanukkah, everybody who celebrates. Yes, and I will happily take donuts. I would also like donuts now. Damn it. Wrong. <laughs> You know what I want? I want the powdered sugar uh, lemon-filled donut. That's, That's what I want. I'd like to place my order now. <laughs> Weird, I can't get a good brightness or anything out of it. Sorry, I had to message Benny on since he's not home. Tell him to bring That's donuts. Fun, uh, oof. That is a fun model. You know what? Hey, Xander. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, Xander, bro. You know what I expect to see on this model, Gonzo, is you know how the skin on the Predator has the spots on it? Yes. That is what I expect to see on this. That little like pattern of spots. I think that would be fun. Nizzy oh. says I have Chinese because I needed soup for my sinuses. That is a very good reason. Not almost, that we need a reason for Chinese, but that is a good reason. Yeah, I almost got Chinese today. But I didn't want to order Chinese just for myself. I would like hot and sour soup, too, with my donut, please. I'm not picky. I'll just take donuts. weird what uh, I had all this set up and the camera just decided not to uh, work with me I don't think I've ever had egg drop soup Captain Mizzy says I got egg drop soup it's good oh yeah I've never had egg drop soup and now I'm um, curious I'm not a big normal soup guy. I'm more of a stew guy. So most Chinese soups are not really in my oeuvre. It, it looks better darker, Gonzo. Even though, it, you know, <laughs> that's pretty good. You can really see the detail on that one you there. Yeah, because it's also primed, so you can really. Yeah. So, but the model. I like that model. That's that was a 3D print I did. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that one a lot. So, I mean, you really can't see it because it's, it's kind of washed out because of all the bright. Here, hold on. Let me turn off some lights. Welcome to Playing with Cameras. 101. Yep. Now we're sort of at 102 now. You're working with brightness. Yeah. There you go. So now you can see it. Perfect. But that is a model that I want to work on. Now, because this is the reason why I was like, oh, Kathy's going to love me because this is, you know, something that I want to do. And they typically are jungle style type creatures anyway. So they do uh -huh. things in the jungle. They are a predator. So, I mean, it is, you know, pretty much common the way they do. I mean, the arm goes on like this, which, of course, paint separate. This arm 
goes here. How about I suggest pinning those also, making it easier to put them back on after you have painted them? Correct. Yes. Pin first, dry fit, then paint. Yeah. And of course, I still have to wash everything, and this little uh, part of the loincloth goes right underneath here. Type thing. But I figured it would look really cool on here. Kind of stand her, you know, like this. Blah, blah, blah. Type thing. And then do like a swampy thing right in here, which I think would be really cool. Um, so they do have a camouflage-like ability. So they can be stealthied and hidden and everything. So that's the reason why I was going to go with the color scheme of this plant. That's the reason why I bought it, because it was kind of greeny and so on and so forth. My ears itch type thing. So do you think using the plinth as your color scheme is a good thing to go with? Or do you think that it would just push things too far? You could. I don't know. I've never really done a, a plinth. Then you have it. I have a few plinths and I've been meaning to do that. <laughs> But uh, it's funny. There's so many people I know that that have these fancy plinth bases they make, and and I have gotten some plinths, and I've been meaning to do that. But most of the stuff I paint is uh, for gaming stuff. Correct. Yeah, everything and I paint is for gaming, pretty much. So. So it all has to be on those specific bases. Uh. I don't know that other people do that. I haven't heard people talk about trying to match their color scheme to their plinth. Uh, and the plinth is just a, you know, a decorative thing that you, you, you can now, when you make your base, you can incorporate colors from the plinth into the base. But, uh, I honestly think if you're doing a predator sort of color scheme with this, then it inevitably is going to be have some earth tones in it. Yep. Skin is going to have some tones that are going to match that plinth anyways. Yeah, because I mean, definitely this this is going to be earthy, jungly color type, you know, stuff on here. So it's going to definitely be, you know, that type of feel and that type of look to the model. I mean, there's not going to be, I'm not going to, you know, there's got some funky mold lines. You know, I don't know if you've already considered it. You probably have, but uh, grabbing some photo references from the interwebs for, you know, Predator. For anything. To, to use those as references for skin and for armor and whatnot. That's super helpful it will be very helpful yeah definitely going to be using that type of thing and you know, like you were saying the spots and stuff on the the skin a hundred percent i was like that's got to be you know got to be put in there because i mean it just just looks cool got this little piece of it's that added little extra bit of detail yeah and, and when you're painting competition minis, adding those extra little details is key. Because anybody could paint 
you know, a skin tone, but not everybody considers putting uh, like a pattern on the skin like that or putting tattoos on the skin or uh, adding things like the skin is darker on the outside of the arms and the back, but it's lighter on the stomach and the underarms and that kind of thing. Like you see in nature sometimes. And, and those are interesting details and adding little designs to, you know, anything or adding, you know, bits of dust or just, just little details of the environment. You know, maybe an insect has landed on it or could be anything. Adding little details like that to the base also helps. Yeah, because I've never done a resin pour. I mean, I've seen it and, you know, so on and so forth. So I know it. I, and I've worked with some resin, not all of it. I mean, I haven't done, I haven't done something like that big. I've only done like on a small base type thing and use like just water effect. Nothing that's been, you know, that yeah, huge. Yeah. I've so. done water effect, but never a pour. And that's one of those things that is on my, that's on my hobby list of things to to try every year every year you know we do that hobby resolution thing and that's on that list and it never gets done <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i haven't washed it haven't cleaned it haven't done anything to it i'm just kind of like oh i need to get rid of the mold lines and clean that up mm -hmm. real quick i wanted to do that while i was here because i have another model that i wanted to What's show the What's the thing sticking off of the loincloth that's hanging down? This right here? Flash. Needs to be cut off. That That's a little gate. Okay. Yeah. 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 I just haven't cut that. I was trying to get all of these little small pieces. You, just don't, you don't have a little snipper? Nipper, I do. I just haven't done it yet. Cutter? Yeah. I got one. Because there's also two on the feet. I was just kind of... Then My, you want to drill into the feet, too, because you want to pin those feet to the base, not glue them. Well, you want to glue them, but you also want to pin them. You don't want to just... Because you probably won't paint it on the base just because. No, no. So you can, what you can do is pin it to something else that will hold on to it. So you have something to hold on to. Well, yeah, I have... The like this, this is the base that actually comes with 75mm base. And I was like, oh, I could just drill it into this and have this hold it, and I could use this. To uh, it's actually harder on that because of the way it's the way they're going to go through. It's not going to sit as well. You want something longer like this so you can actually just drill them down and you get decent stability. Because in that, you know, they're not. It's not enough material. They're going to. It's going to wobble. That's going to be a pain in the ass in painting. I've tried it before. It's a pain in the ass in painting. So. Get yourself a wooden dowel or a cork if you and your wife drink wine. Something like that and drill it in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I use dowels. Dowels like. Yeah. Look at all the ones use, from these, I use uh, dowels like, trays. use dowels oh. like this, but I also, I also will... Well, just blue tack something to a, this is a bottle cap. 
If it's on a base, you can blue tack it, but if it's not on a base, it's hard to blue tack. It'll probably not stand up while you're painting. I tried that with the uh, explosion for uh, explosion to shield for cable, and it just doesn't work. So, but also if you're, I mean, you're pinning it to the original base, so it's going to have pins in its feet. You can just drill that into a bottle cap too, and pin that in there for extra stability. But yeah, a cork, if you can get it, or a dowel rod where you can just leave one of the one of the pins longer and stick it into a dowel rod. I have a I have a pink foam thing with a bunch of holes poked into it that hold a bunch of dowel rods. Yeah. Well I've got the it's handy. Let me grab it. Hold on. I've got this thing my buddy Chris uh, Wells made me way back when. Nice. Yep. And so I've got a bunch of these for it and you see I got bases and stuff in it. Blue tack for some of them and then, you know, dominoes on one, so I can literally just put her in there. I mean there's a lot of use Perfect. to that. And she's yeah. not glued into the dowel rod, so I don't need to do that whole longer one longer pin thing. I can quite literally just take her out of it. She can just come right out. Mm-hmm. And then I gotta turn on the light and figure out where she goes again. Find the holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are definitely things you can blue tack to a dowel rod. There are things you're gonna wanna pin to it. Yeah. I mean it just depends on the model. Yep. Just gotta use the right. Especially metal stuff that's so heavy. Yeah, plastic's a little easier, but still, uh, uh, with Banyan, I was trying to do Doctor Strange, uh, the new one, one of the new ones, and he's like, "I'll just blue tack," and I'm like, "It's not gonna paint while blue tack, dude. You're just, it's gonna move when you move when you put paint on it. it. Is, yeah. It's just, you're gonna have to pin it." He's like, "Oh, damn it, I'll have a pin vice." Like, how the fuck you ain't got a pin vice? Here, here, have one of mine. I got a bag full. <laughs> My tea is still hot. But I mean, this is coming. What's that? Like, so she would sit something like this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is she ready for spear fishing? <gasps> is there going to be some kind of giant eel creature breaking the surface of the? water I, i'm still in the planning stage i mean i've got quite a few months to do this so i'm uh-huh. not you know i'm not going to be rushing I, I i'm actually going to probably kind of do like you were saying uh i'm going to look up pictures of predator because I, I like that color scheme um i'm going to try to do no metallic and try to do um nothing but like non-metallics or something similar try to get away from doing complete metallics um because I kind of want it to be kind of natural looking and less metallics in a way. Just some, something I kind of want to push myself mm-hmm. um, type thing. This, this, is my, this is my project. Not going to be completed in a day or a week or a month or whatever. Yeah. Taking my time with it. Because I got to do some cleaning up and, you know, all the other stuff. Like right underneath this leg, there is a miscast, so I gotta do a little bit of filler in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it just needs to be filled in. There's a little gap in there. I'd recommend a, if you want some out of the box thinking about 
uh, color theory and uh, non-metallic metals and how different colors relate to each other on the model. Subscribe to uh, Craft World Studios Patreon for a couple of months and and do some things with them. And they they do amazing work. They're from Poland, or at least Marco is is. I think they both live in Poland. Anyways, they're both amazing painters. It's a couple, and uh, they do some brilliant work with color, like you wouldn't expect. Colors like you wouldn't expect in the shadows and the midtones and stuff. Lots of reflected surfaces reflecting off of each other. Not necessarily object source lighting, but just, you know, uh, the metal, the non-metallic metal surfaces reflecting the, the things around them. And uh, they just do a really good job of it and of explaining it. I would recommend Jim, but he's painting in oils, and that's not everybody's cup of tea. <laughs> the second best waffle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Missy says it's so. That's it's, it's so. <laughs> but I mean, this was just something I thought this would be a good. You know, a long-term project, something I can work on. I can highlight and show someone. I've got to clean some of this up stuff because he's got some, like, parts, you know, where he dyed it. He dyed the wood, and it's kind of got some stuff oh, sitting okay. off. You know it'd be really good for that? Lighter? Brass brush. Yeah, you can do that, too. I was just kind of looking at it. Oh, I just yeah. noticed that, that I got, I got, got a brass brush, but I want to do it, you know, outside probably. That way it's not doing it all over the place. But, yeah, there's a lot of loose bits that need to be cleaned up you'll do your resin here yeah but you won't do your natural wood wait that didn't sound right <laughs> never mind <laughs> y'all still have your minds in the gutter always in the gutter so that's so that's gonna be like one of my long-term projects um type thing and then I have this model from Creature Caster. Oh, I want to show you something I printed off. You can't tell anybody. So don't, nobody look at the stream while I'm showing Kathy and John this. So everybody just kind of <laughs> look away. Don't, don't pay attention. I did some printing and check out this. Ooh, three-eyed skull. It's a troll. Someone made that a troll skull. It's so cute. Why fix. is this not something anyone else can see? Because I just like being weird. <laughs> what is... Trolls have three eyes? Is this a specific troll that I don't know no, about? I'm thinking about filling that in or and putting either like another horn there or maybe like a gem inside of that. A I mean, gem there's certain cool. trolls I mean, have four eyes. Mostly internet trolls. Mostly internet trolls. <laughs> hey, look, someone popped that up. I had to spike that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a skull. It doesn't need eyeballs. Although a gem would look cool in that spot. That is true. Yeah. Well, 
I'm trying to figure out and working on, I've already started thinking about trophies for Warfare Weekend, and this is one of the trophies I'm thinking about since in Privateer Press they got Orgoths, the new, a new faction coming out, and this very much looks like an Orgoth skull. Orgoths are trolls? Mm, not necessarily, but they do. Are they have... ogres, but just spelled differently? Kinda. Or is that og ogors or ogres or? Ogors are uh, our Games Workshop uh, copyrightable name of for ogres. Yeah. But that's ogre. Og or, ogres. Or, ogres, or uh, uh, ogrin if you want to be forty k ish. Yeah. 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 But I printed this up. I also printed up some uh, bears for a friend of mine because he was like, I need these bears for my Trollblood army. I'm like, okay. Um, I need bears. Uh, oh, cool. Let's check the quality of these things. Hold on. I would like to see bears, please. Hold on. I'm getting them. He wanted... Legionnaires says, I don't think Orgoths are trolls. So... What are, what are Orgoths, then? I have no clue. I just thought it would look really cool. Monster. Here are here's two of the bears. They're polar bear mounts. Polar bears. Oh. Do they have yeah. to be polar bears? Can you hold them up? I can barely see the detail. You're probably going to be hard to see. Trollkin are, de you know, desert trollkin. That's 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 two. I'm wondering how many bears. bear puns I have to do before someone notices. I expected them to be bigger. Well, That's what which, she said. <laughs> well, what was funny is whenever I told him, I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna, you want me upsize these or leave it like it is?" And he's like, "No, leave it like it is." And so I printed them, and they're the way they want. Now, if he wants them any bigger, he'll have to send me it and tell me how much bigger he wants. I would like mine upsized, please. Well, yeah, those, are, those are like cubs. Those are like bear cubs. What was interesting yeah, they're, is they're just cute and small. He um he measured out the uh models that are uh that Privateer Press has that they the they sit on the tuffalos, and so these are actually bigger than the tuffalos, which is interesting. You know, it yeah, but bigger. As I look at bigger. those and I think of the small troll bloods. You know, not the not the big ones, but the the ones that are more human sized. I yeah. could see them being, you know, to scale with that. I guess. I don't know. They still seem kind of small to me. Yeah, I thought so too. But this is what I the mean, person wanted. I mean, they're and barely they're... the right size. Ha 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 ha! Um, so, but I printed those off. So yeah, it's grown got... from Gonzo. That's a win. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but. I got my new wet palette set up so I could start using that. But then I got these models from, I showed this off, but I think I want to start building it and putting it together, which is the um, Creature Caster, what's his name? Uh, Trickster and such. And they've got him here. And I want to start working on him, maybe paint him up and work on him a stream. But I want to do the eyeball first. I don't want to do the caster i want to do the eyeball because it's kind of a um beholder-esque type model are these for judgment i think this actually can be a judgment model but i want to do this oh, i want to paint an eyeball yeah so i think i want to work on these because this is the the character that 
walks around with them and does whatever, I guess. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that this model can be used for judgment. I just don't know. Hey, Shaza. So, I'm going to put these back in there. The yeah, like was happy? for John, not for Shaza. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Higher quality ones. Ugh. What? Bears. 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 The bears. The bears. But this is the base. Let's go ahead and get snippet on this. This one is not gonna be I think this I think this might be a judgment model. I don't know. Get snippin. Type thing, but we'll have to see. Uh, I don't know what it is. We'll have to wait till judgment is final, which uh, was interesting. Uh, you didn't get to hear it, but Warfare Weekend, there was a lot of people demoing and playing the uh, new edition at the convention. Yeah. It, was, it, it went off really well. A lot of people were like, this is a lot of fun. I like the grid-based system. It makes it a whole Good. lot easier type thing. And I'm like, yeah, it makes it a whole lot easier, a whole lot quicker to play, so on and so forth, which I thought was interesting. Got a head. I think once they get more uh, to more conventions where they can demo this and people see it and get familiar with it and stuff, they'll they'll know that it's uh that it's good. They're just, I mean, they just started making that game and then all of a sudden COVID and everything was, you know. Yeah, because it'd been out a couple of years before COVID, and then at the end, uh, so in twenty twenty nineteen. Into 2019, they said they were going to do a new edition. And yeah, with the smaller models. Smaller models and the grid, which I thought was good. Um, everybody that tested it out, that had played it before, was like, oh, yeah, this is so much easier, so much better, so much quicker type thing. So I'm like, yep. There was, it, was, it was a good... Uh, I'm neutral on the grid. It's got goods and bads. Yeah. Well, people enjoyed it. They were A lot of people were sitting there playing it and testing it That's... out. And they were That's like, all the I, I enjoy it and stuff. And I was like, what do you think about it? And they're like, it's fun. It's easy. Uh, the grid system, I understand why they did it. It makes it a whole lot easier to deal with than the whole measuring out and having widgets and so on and so forth. Uh-huh. So is the eyeball a floating thing? Does it, does it go on a floaty base or have yeah. a clear support or something? Actually, it does, but it sits on these little rocks. There is one of these arms or... Okay. I can't... One of these two. Oh, okay. I see what you... Yeah. It's like two of these arms sit on it. That's a big old gate right there. It seems very tenuous. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't put it on here yet to test it because, I mean, you have to put them together first to see how he's going to sit on there. But... Yeah. I just thought this was a literally cool looking model. Oh. I think I'm going to do him red. So, Gonzo, whenever you get that together, pin whichever arms are the ones that attach to the base. You know what the eyeball needs to be like? Black. That that movie I saw yesterday was the giant starfish, Starro. <laughs> well, I guess we know what Kathy's going to review during the. Uh... I mean, she'd already told us. It's not like it was a fucking surprise. Well, True. They didn't know. I did uh, mention yeah, did. it. 
She did mention it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know how he's supposed to sit on here, but we'll have to figure that out. So, but this was another piece I wanted to put together. Not that bad. I mean, it's got a little bit of mold line right here. I feel like an emery board, all right. Those little soft emery boards take care of that. Yeah, just a little small one. Do you have any of those? Those little soft. No, I don't have one of the the, the soft um, ones. They're they're fantastic, especially for cleaning three uh, D printed models. Yeah, since that's resin, if you start to use an emery board, wear a mask. Why wear would mask. I need to wear a mask? An actual dust mask. Wear wear a mask. Because those resin particles are fucking terrible if they get in your fucking lungs. What? Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. No way. Technically, you should probably be doing it now, but. Yeah. But since you were scraping a little bit. I think it's going to get you small particles. Like, technically, if I work on resin at all, I just put my mask on. It's not fucking hard. Like, even just the standard one we wear out, out in public will work for uh, the bigger particles. But for the smaller ones, you definitely want to get a dust particle mask. I mean, it's, they're cheap. Super cheap. You don't need to get a full respirator like some crazy people. <laughs> uh, you could invent it if you've got one for airbrushing. That's a good place to put together your resin models as well. Ah, oh, yes, that would be nice, yeah. But uh, honestly, uh, wear a mask, and then I would, if you've got pets, vacuum as soon as you're done. Make sure the pets don't go in the area you work on it. I used to only work on resin models in the store just because it was uh, better overall. Until they started bringing uh, the dog there, then I'm like, oh, can't work on them in the store because there's a dog here. Come on, Captain Music. If you want that, I'll go back on Twitter. <laughs> I enjoy my lung cancer. Thank you very much. We get wonderful gems like new variant of the of the coronavirus seems to be happening more in people who are unvaccinated. I know. I was shocked to hear that. Yeah, like that's from like an actual like. LA news like LA News 4 or whatever I'm like for fuck's sake really that's your fucking headline like whoever wrote that should probably be punched and then fired for incompetence <laughs> I'm to go get my booster but yeah I, I guess I mean I'm not sure if it's supposed to be for judgment or not no clue Mr. Peace. <laughs> That's a good callback, Kathy. <laughs> Mizzy said, I'm just being a troll. And I said, one of the four-eyed variety. <laughs> Most of he believes it is usable in, in judgment. I believe, I believe it is because this is the unmounted version. So there 
is a mounted version of this character. So this piece goes here, and then this base Ah. That's where it would glue on. And then if that is there, that means this piece possibly goes, or maybe it's this piece. Yeah, this piece goes here. So just quick. Very, 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 very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like the small connection points either, Legionnaires. It's worrying. I feel like it would have to be pinned for extra. This isn't too bad because it's kind of grooved. Clear post. Clear post will work. This this yeah. part right here wouldn't be too bad. That's true. It really sits right into it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's kind of grooved. And... It's grooved out. So you could glue that in there. And yeah, hold. super glue, resin to resin with super glue works really well, generally. Yeah. And then glue this here, and should be fine. And that's pretty much where you're, you're holding. This isn't that privateer press can of resin. No, no, it's not rustic. <laughs> Which also glues to itself very fucking well, unfortunately. Oh, only when you don't want it to? Yeah. Okay, so that's got to be cleaned. Like, literally, you had to pose it before you put glue on, knew exactly what pose it was, because as soon as you touched it together, it was like, I am now bound for all eternity! Which, there's a skull somewhere on that model. So let's look at the we other did, piece. Did it pause here? Did Legionnaires get married last week? Yes. Congratulations, Legionnaires. I missed that. That's the reason. Couldn't come to Warfare Weekend, because he was going to get married. I told him I'd marry him at Warfare Weekend, but he... Decided against it. That's because he wanted married? to marry her. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, got that one from both sides. <laughs> well, you know. That appears good. I really like this model though, because this is very. This person is very sickly and disgusting looking. So it's kind of nurgly. Very nurgle-esque. Uh, Nurgle-like. Oh, you know, it's a model after my own heart. Kind of worried about popping this off the base because it's a very thin. Mm-hmm. I suggest you cut the whole tab off towards the big block of resin. Yep. And then be careful with the rest of it when you take it off. It'll be fine. Oh, he's got two heads. Well, I don't know. I was putting together a toad. His Ooh, tongue I like broke. The curly, the curly one. Do the curly one. The curly one is cute. Yeah, the curly I one's like definitely it. better. It's got more got more character. Je it's whimsical. I mean, more character. I don't have to say je ne sais quoi, because I can actually define the thing, so it's got character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, motherfucker, I know a little French. What's up? <laughs> I mean, very little, but still. Legionnaire says, I saw someone painting the Juggernaut of Pestilence. It has that old school Death Guard vibe. I don't know if I've seen the Juggernaut of Pestilence. I have to look that up. There's a lot of jokes I could make there, but I'm going to skip them all. All of them? But Juggernaut Benny of Pestilence? 
Banyan's not here, so it's not worth it. Yeah. Oh, oh. Where's Banyan at? Uh, he is with his. Uh, he's with uh, Phoenix Paper. They are uh, hanging out together today. I told him to bring me donuts on his way back. Will they is be that... lemon filled? I don't care what they are if he's bringing donuts. Fuck, I stick I donuts. I like donuts, please. I'm not picky right now. Not picky. Quick, I mean, beg- someone send Beggars donuts. cannot be choosers. <laughs> be careful with that part, Gonzo, because that's very similar shape to a toad's tongue that I broke when I was putting when I was trying oh, to clean. Oh it. yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah. I mean, luckily he looks okay without it. Just like an open mouth, a weird grin, and I'm not the huge fan of the tongue, but it's just really annoying, anyways. Uh, actually, I don't care if they're cream filled. Actually, the local uh, oh, grocery store. Oh, you know store... what? Love me uh, some cream filled. Yeah, the local grocery store. I've shown <laughs> Kathy and Gonzo this. Make some marshmallow cream filled donuts that are like fucking amazing. Mm. I don't buy them anymore because I'm trying to lose weight, and that is not a way to lose weight. That is the way to no, do the it opposite. No, it's not. It is not. One once in a while. Yeah, but they but come yeah. in packs of six. Yeah, no. You would need like five other people in order to eat that. Well, considering Banyan generally doesn't even eat one of them, I just have me. That's disappointing. But they always get eaten before they go bad. Which I think is actually part of the problem again. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mizzy, I'm sure I went right there, too. (laughs) I'm just going to Google Juggernaut now. Uh, Juggernaut of Pestilence. Why it just looks like a uh, what did they call those guys back in the, back in the day in 40k the Terminators the Obliterators that's what it reminds me of. It does. It looks very much like a Nurgle Obliterator. It kind of looks like an Obliterator with like testicle things hanging off of the guns. Where the wires go through. Wait, wait, so... Testicles? He's got truck nuts on his... He's got gun nuts? He's got I'm, gun nuts? <laughs> I had... There's one picture oh in God. front of me, and that's what it looks like. From oh, that I, picture, I feel like I would have to paint it that way. I mean, it does look like that. You're right, but... Why does it have gun nuts? Well, what? why not? I mean... I, you know, it's interesting to me how they have all this sort of bloated, oozing skin goo stuff that kind of seeps out from under the armor. I don't know that I'm a fan of that, you know, around the feet, where where the feet end up being these misshapen blobs where it looks like they took candle wax and melted it, you know, on there. I mean, I understand what they're trying to say with it, because... Nurgly stuff is bloaty and flesh is sloughing off of it and stuff, but feels a lazy. Feels a lazy. Yeah, yeah. it does. Like lazy sculpting. Like the the gun nuts, I can appreciate that detail. The entrails spilling out. You know the the pockmark. You know skin the the boobos and stuff like that but you know the the saggy flesh just sort of you know oozing down to the ground is just i don't know it's weird 
The rest of it is totally normal. That is weird. <laughs> it screws with my aesthetic. So now, now you know how I feel about the juggernaut of pestilence. She doesn't mind the gun nuts, but the oozing is a whole different story. Well, they would be fun to paint. Would they be blue? I feel like I might have to embellish them even more. You know, so it's just a bit more obvious. Because, duh. But yeah, I I would paint that. I absolutely would paint that. I would even paint the oozing uh, uh, raspberry jelly coming out of the armor on the feet. I'm just calling it raspberry jelly from now on. Raspberry jelly. There you go. I'm pretty sure that is what Nurgle oozes. Just raspberry jelly? Yep. Guys, you mentioned that uh, you had some, some Marvel Crisis Protocol questions. For oh, me. I did. <laughs> so, Marvel Crisis Protocol, there was like a big... Okay, I, I'm just going what was told. I don't believe it. I don't know what it is. You have to explain it to me because I have no clue. That another card got put on the banned list? Yes. Why, why was it? I mean, I, like I said, I'm not as well-versed, so I'm, I'm honestly curious why another card was put on the banned list. Because uh, it was broke. But I, I understand that it was broke, but what, what made it broke? Uh, so what it is, it was uh, all or nothing, and it's basically you get a second activation with a character. But okay. then afterwards, they're KO'd. But people were using it on characters who are, they're days, sorry, they're days, so they might flip or they might just be taken off the table, depending on what they were. People were using it on people who were almost already dead anyways, just trying to get that super alpha turn. And it's kind of a negative play experience, you know. Sure, it may like say it much, but when you put it on, you know, say Hulk with one wound left, suddenly fucking A, that's really hard to deal with. He can kill a bunch of stuff. Or Magneto, who's almost down also, he can do a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. So they just felt like there was no other way to balance it, uh, which I couldn't think of a way either. So and so they put on the band list. And they take that very seriously. They put very few cards in the band list. In fact, the other card we thought that was meant for the band list, which was uh, Dune Prophecy, they actually fixed in a very interesting way. They made it only Asgardian, so uh, it doesn't work on, technically speaking, all the characters it was actually used on. <laughs> well, because people would use it. You basically, you get to add your physical defense to all your physical attacks, but you never, ever get to roll physical, uh, physical defense again. Ever. Huh. Ever, ever? Uh, yeah, so they'd put it on someone like Carnage, who has like a five physical defense, just add five dice to all of his attacks which is pretty fucking egregious. Or they put it on someone like uh, Black Widow or Mystique, who have three and four physical defenses and then have a physical rapid-fire attack, where in one turn they could fairly easily, with that number of dice, get four attacks. You know, so you're getting a lot of reward out of it. If there's no one nearby you, you don't care about that physical so much. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So, uh, it actually is similar to a discussion me and uh, Brendan, one of the guys I play with, had where... We figure that all the cards that are faction specific aren't broken. They're they're fine. It's only the generic cards that seem like the ones that are too powerful. And it looks like they're really doing their job of taking uh, taking a look at those. Pretty much all the ones that are uh, 
everyone takes are now on the restricted list. And then they banned that one because like I said, there, there was no way to fix that. I was kind of curious because I saw it and it got it got pretty heated and everything about not only that it needed to be banned, but also that they're, oh my God, you're banning everything. You know, people get outrageous whenever things get banned. Yeah. Banning whenever everything. the thing that they like to use because it's broken gets banned, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's a lot I mean, of it's understandable. Let me go and grab, uh, I have a folder here where I keep all those files. Uh, here is the banned and restricted list. Let's look at all the things they have banned. Hold on. The banned list is four cards. <laughs> that is not much. Two, uh, one crisis card because it was a negative play experience. Uh, people were just grabbing it and uh, uh, basically grabbing a hostage and immediately evacuating him and getting points. And now your opponent can't get any points for that person. So it's a good quick, quick score points. Uh, I've played it once. It was in my group for... Uh, I was playing, and it was pretty good when used correctly. But that created a non-interactive experience, which they don't want. Then previously, they banned the drop-off card, which is basically a flying character takes another character and drops them off really close to the enemy. You know, basically, he flies, you move the character with you. And you just got some characters who shouldn't be that far up the board, that far up the board, that quickly. So they figured it was... Not worth it, so they banned it. They did make a separate one for just, um, what do you call it? Uh, A Force, She Hulk's team. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not as broken, it's got good stuff, but it's not as broken because it's only She Hulk, and you're now putting your leader right up there in front of everyone. It can be scary, but it can also mean that she's just about to get her ass beat. Uh, the other one was Hired Muscle because it basically created another uh, negative play experience uh, scenario-wise. It moved tokens around. So they get rid of that. And then the new one, all you've got. So they have four cards on the banned list. Four. But they're banning everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... They're, they're... Even, they're even only six cards on the restricted list. What a lot of people don't know and don't understand is this is one of their first games that they played. And they're getting upset. And I understand, but this is a game going through the growing pains is what I like to call it. Um, because there people are now starting to get out and play with other people, AKA conventions, because I know that that card, uh, all or nothing was played a lot at warfare weekend. It was like on every, almost everybody's list because, because yeah. it's, you know, broken. Uh and that's a warning sign. Like, yes. that's what they're looking at. So mm -hmm. what they have left on the banner restricted list is they have Doom Prophecy, which is probably going to come off because it's not broken in Asgardians. It's not broken at all. Uh, they added Bitter Rivals because Bitter Rivals is in everyone's fucking list. Uh, they have um, the rest of the cards they have are all because they had all you've got was on there, but they moved it to banned. And everything else they have is all the healing and damage reduction stuff. That's Jarek Brace for Impact field dressing med pack and patch up because they don't want it to ever become too easy to heal somebody. They don't want it to stagnate defensively. So like, I have no problem with their ban list. They, they've stated why it's all good. Restricted. It's fine. I mean, and I understand they guys come from a new game, but they could have to like fucking take a chill pill. Yeah. It's, it's people coming in and getting upset and not listening to people who are veterans of many games and going like, yeah, 
this is fine. This is actually a very well-balanced game. You should be happy this is the only list. If you're playing Magic the Gathering right now, they don't fuck around. They're just like, nah, fucking ban that. Oh, yeah. They, they don't fuck with that shit. They're just like, uh, either it's good or ban it. That's where they're at. Guess what, guys? Media section? Media section. Media time, media segment, media something. We've got movie sign? Okay, hold on. All right, let me put this down. Switch. Bears. Move the bears out of the way. Camera. Oh, I need to move that. There we go. All right. Media section. I only have like 95 things to talk about. I have like three, and I'm sure two of them are going to be talked about by multiple people. Uh, yeah. Let's see what I, I have. I have a few. Yeah. Which also multiple people could talk about. Um. Spoiler, everyone. One, two, Kathy and I didn't three. watch Dune, so we're not talking about Dune tonight. Yeah. That's true. I never got a chance. I wanted to. I still plan to. But, yeah. Other things intervene. No. Um, I have one, two, three things to talk about. Uh, and one of them I want to talk about in link that we're, John and I are going to talk about. Um, but I can go in with one of them. I am still watching the Willow Time series. Um, they have four episodes out. I only got a couple of episodes in, so I'm holding off on that information until I finish all four I of them. Also would, I also would like to watch that. So, yeah, that would be cool if we can do that one together. Think you can get all four of them, four or five watched uh, by next week? Possibly. Okay. That way we can talk. Because I, I don't remember. I only read the first book. And I don't even know if I read all the way through the first book. So I have I've read no the clue. first book a bunch of times. So and also to out me. loud once. Imagine okay. that. <laughs> and so I'll, I will try to see what I can do on that. Um... I'll finish watching them and I'll wait for you and we'll, we'll kind of review it together. I'm kind of on an iffy on it right now because the first episode had it. Something was up about the first episode and I wasn't really particularly awesome about it. I think it was production wise. There was an issue. So we'll just have to wait and see. I'll have to wait and see. I'll continue watching and see where I go from there. So I don't have a dragon in that fight. So feel free to watch it and spoil it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean the books are, you know, the books, are out so you really to me yeah you can kind of spoil it but yeah whatever yeah. so um so kathy go with what you got i watched shang chi and the legend of the ten rings yesterday so did i not yesterday but and oh my god loved it also i had only just seen like Days earlier, I had seen uh, Spirited Away and uh, uh, my neighbor Totoro. 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 And uh, I did, there were just a little bit of a flavor of like the dragon and stuff <laughs> that kind of reminded me of that. And uh, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was a very fun adventure. I didn't know anything about 
Shang-Chi. Uh, Shang-Chi as a Marvel, because I have known nothing about that. So I was there's just a, enjoying it as a movie. Here's a spoiler. I read Shang-Chi as a kid, and they're nothing in common. So <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I, I liked all the things about it. I don't know that there was anything in it that I that I didn't like on some level. I would say watching the movie, none of it really. The only, it, the pacing was a tiny bit odd at points, but not like really bad or anything. And other than that, I didn't have any problems at the time. When you go back and look at it, it does have a couple of the standard Marvel problems where it's got really cool fight choreography and all that stuff. And then the ending's just a basically CGI vomit on the screen. Not like it's bad quality or anything. It's just less impactful than some of the other stuff because it's so much CGI. Yeah, this, this definitely had a ton of that. But it was... I, I didn't have a problem with it either. It, no. I, I expected the flying wire, crouching tiger, hidden dragon type, you know, type feel to it. And oh, I, that's yeah, what I got. Yeah, I immediately, as soon as the guy uh, got in the fight with, uh, uh, I don't know, I, I can't remember names, uh, with the lady mm-hmm. at the, you know, at the in place? green. And all in the, at the place. Yeah, at the secret village. <laughs> and they started fighting. And all I could think was, it's like, uh, what? I just said the name of that movie and I'm having a brain fart. The House of Flying Daggers. Yep. That'll work too. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, Crouching Tiger, Hidden. It, it was, they were all in the same vein. And Wuxia. they went on a. It's called Wuxia. Watching a bunch of those movies. And so this had did have that flavor to it. It did. It was a very different style. It is basically like Marvel did a Wuxia movie. It's super cool. Uh, Aquafina, yes, that's her real names. Her her comedy pretty much all hits. She manages somehow to be the obnoxious sidekick stereotype, but is never actually obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she's she... in that spot where they normally end up being obnoxious. I mean, she fills a lot of roles at once, and there's a joke about that if you watch the uh, honest trailers for that. But. Uh, no, she her jokes pretty much all hit. I was yeah. also amused by Ben Kingsley. Oh, <laughs> that's the best running joke in Marvel. I'll be yeah. honest. Between <laughs> the Hail to the King, uh, the you know, extra feature it was only one of the DVDs, and Iron Man three, and everyone out there who's upset about because I ran about this a lot about the Mandarin or Taskmaster or people already upset about Miss Marvel and her fucking show isn't even out yet. Oh yeah. So I will let my say, Shang fucking Chi. Look him up. You tell me your character is disrespected, then come back and talk to me after reading that shit. <laughs> Nothing like it. And you know what? It's fucking okay, because a lot of those are racist stereotypes or third or fourth tier villains or heroes that are just really hard to explain because of so many years of Marvel comics backstory. You cannot tell all these stories the same. Like, yes, they could have something to Taskmaster. I don't care that they did what they did. It's fine. They could have had Shang-Chi back closer to his original. But you know what? They're not going to have his father be actually Fu Manchu. See, I, I know nothing about the comic book at all. Uh, well, I mean, mean it, I, I knew it was, that it was a comic, and I knew that it was part of the Marvel and yeah. you know stuff like that. But nothing, you know, the story behind it or never read the comic. So when I, I went into it, I was like, okay, I thought this was fun. It was good. Um, 
a little bit of pacing issues, but overall it was, it was a good solid movie. Um, Aquafina, which technically is her stage name. I found out Uh, her her real name is something different, but that's what she goes as. And I've seen her in a couple of other things and she's always that quirky, you know, silly, but serious. And they developed her character pretty well in this too, which I, which I was really good. She went from being the, the quirky sidekick comedy to, she did something and she took it serious. Yeah. Um, and then the story, you know, I, I had a good time. I didn't think it was a, a major issue in my opinion. Like no, I, was, I don't know the comic, so I have no clue. No, it's the thing is, it's not a major issue because literally it was just made. Shang-Chi was a comic that was made to capitalize on the martial arts hype of that era. Yeah. And Fu Manchu is in public domain. Like, fuck it. We'll use Fu Manchu as his father. Everyone knows who that is. It's saved its backstory. And I think, Combining him with the Mandarin, the Mandarin who's another obviously very racist stereotype you cannot do the way it's supposed, the way it was in the comics. I think combining those together was good. The only, like sitting back here and talking about it, the only thing I think they could have done better was give the Ten Rings more of a Fu Manchu secret society type of feel to it. But that's not really the genre they're going for. So, you know, it's fine. Uh, I enjoyed the crap out of it. Michelle Yeoh is an international treasure. Yep. She's in everything nowadays, and I'm all for it. Um, I think there were a couple of scenes that were stolen, uh, and it was because of Wong. Uh, every time that he was on scene, he was amazing, and I can't yes. wait to see more of him in the upcoming Marvel stuff. Um, Wong was really good, especially the after credit scene was even cooler and funnier. <laughs> yeah, We won't spoil it for that, people, but I thought that was really good. Uh, everything that he was in, to me, was... Just upped it up even more because uh, Wong is such a great character in the Marvel. Yeah, <clears throat> he's always I, like, "Don't I, fuck this up." You fucked it up. Why'd and I enjoyed it, it because now they're doing their. It was high stakes, but it's not like high stakes for the universe so much. Someone would have whooped its ass on the way out. You know, it would have happened, whatever. But it's, they no longer have to build to just a certain point. They have like these vague next things coming. This didn't feel like just a setup for everything else, which is good. Because a couple movies here or there, while they were still good movies, felt a little too set up mm-hmm. That was sort of, uh, you know, Thor The Dark World. Very set up and not as good because of it. And But I, I like that they're at that point. Uh, I enjoy it. I would give it maybe half a space herpy for the pacing issues. I didn't notice the pacing issues. I'm going to give it zero space herpes because right. I just liked it overall. There were were so many fun things like there were amusing things and there were serious things and it, it had all the highs and lows and all the adventure and action and the martial arts were good and the acting was good and the the crazy you know fantasy creatures in the uh other dimension were fantastic i loved them mm-hmm. morris the little morris <laughs> i was dying it was amazing. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, I actually kind of reviewed it um, with V on there because she had seen it too. And I gave it like a half to one just because a little bit of, you know, I guess a little bit of pacing issues. But mm-hmm. overall, it, it wasn't bad. It was good. It was entertaining. Um, the The comic relief wasn't so comic relief that it was annoying. No, it was, it was just all right there. very well done. Yeah. Uh, I the was... guy in the bus with the... <laughs> filming thing uh 
I had a little bit of martial arts when I was a kid, so I'm going to try and rate this fight. <laughs> well, and the way they tell the story with the flashbacks at the appropriate point is very good, too. You come and you're like, you're not entirely sure what's going on. And then you're like, oh, they explain it as they need to, which is good. Yep. Yeah, and I, as someone who it doesn't is out of touch with like Marvel comic universe. Uh, I like that this, this can be a movie that you can go see not knowing anything about Marvel, anything. Yep. yep. All, and you can enjoy it. Everything they add on is little bits. Like you don't need to know who Wong or the, his other person he was with at that first moment or the last moments are, you just know yeah. like, Oh, this is cool. That's a guy. He did things. Awesome. Yep. Now, is it extra fun now that I've finally seen Doctor Strange? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very good. John, what do you got? You got one that... Uh, well, since I know we're going to talk to the other one there, I'm gonna, I watched The Extendables 3 again. Wow. I've seen it multiple times. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just seen some clips on YouTube. and like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to watch this movie. So Thanksgiving Day, I sat and I watched that. It's not really a Thanksgiving movie, but hey. And it is really enjoyable. I do enjoy the crap out of it. I think it's easily the best of that series. Uh, I hear they're making a fourth one now. They're mm-hmm. starting to work on that, which I am hopeful for. Uh, people kind of badmouthed it because it wasn't rated R anymore and it wasn't as good. It was actually better than the for two previous. It is solved... this the, the Expendables? They're the ones with all the the oh. action stars. Correct. Okay. Yeah, and so the first one had sort of a random generic plot, didn't really do enough with it. And then the second one, they pandered way too much. Like all the stuff people were like, oh, I thought we were going to do this in the first one. They did the second one. It was terrible. Like the, every time that happened, it was terrible. It had some, it was overall a decent movie, but, but then this one, they didn't have to do any of the needless pandering. They didn't do any of that. They just sat down. We had a story and they told it and they, they made a fun action movie. Uh, not really realistic in any way, shape, or form, uh, but enjoyable. I like it. I, I'm going to give it one space herpy just because I think it's that much fun. And I'm hopeful for the other one, for another one, if they make another one. And I wish they'd done the first two better. Gonzo. Um, I also let's see what else was something else I watched. Uh, Psych. Uh, the TV show had another movie come out. Um, which I always liked Psych as a TV show, and they do a movie like every year to two years. Uh, this was Psych 3, and it's just as good. The guys have good comedy writing. It's good and solid. Um, if you can watch it, go ahead. It's on, I think it's on the Paramount Network, which we get. Um, Paramount Plus. Yes, Paramount Plus. Um, but I enjoyed it. I like I like Psych a lot. I, I enjoy the characters more than anything. Um and such, so I was pretty happy with it. There's only so much more you can do, in my opinion. But uh, the one thing I do like is one of the characters. What's his name? I had to, I'm googling him real quick. Uh, Timothy Amson, Amundsen. Uh, he plays Carlson, Carlson Lasseter. He, uh, he, I guess he suffered a stroke a few years back, and he's been trying to get back into acting. And not kinda, he is back in acting, uh, and he's doing a really good job. Um, and I really like him a lot as an actor and, uh, they had a bit on there and it was kind of a pull at the heartstrings story for him because he, uh, he was out and had, you know, the, the, 
I guess it was stroke and he came back in another TV series and was getting back into acting. And then it was come into psych and you can tell that they were doing, you know, sometimes you just have to pick yourself up and get back doing it and so on and so forth. And I really liked it a lot. It was really good. Um, I liked, I like that. It's, it's, it's a good psych show. So if you're into psych, you'll like it. Fair enough. Kathy. Uh, I watched after Shang-Chi and my happiness with that. We watched the Suicide Squad, the new movie. And uh, that was interesting. And that's my, <laughs> that's my very Minnesota way to describe that movie. Interesting. Interesting is a, is a good way to describe it. Yeah. What, what did you think of it? Uh, it was kind of awful. Now, that being said, that being said, there were parts of it that I liked. But there were also parts of it where I was just like, why? Why? Because this is what happens when you're the second rate uh, comic book movie uh, company and you give a good director carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he wants. I like the dots guy. That was amusing. <laughs> I like that he was like, it, it's this virus in him, and he has to like puke up dots. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Hilarious. Do you know what that is? That's your mom! Oh, God, yes. Everything was his mom. I'm like, this poor guy. Or the um, whole, uh, I'm a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, poor guy. He was awesome. Uh, that may have been my favorite character. <laughs> uh, I liked most of the characters when they were supposed to like. I mean, I liked Ratcatcher. She was interesting. She was cool, too. Uh, was I cool. love Idris Elba. So Idris Elba's great. I Billy, love Joel, oh, yeah. Joel Kinnaman. And spoilers. Anyone? Spoilers. Three, two, one. Very upset when they killed him, but, uh, you know. It served the plot. It wasn't like a needless death, unlike everyone in the first squad in the first five minutes. But yeah. the weasel. Oh, you didn't watch the after credits. No, I did. I did. Okay. okay. I did. I was like, I felt so bad at, in the beginning. I'm like, but, but. But the weasel and then at ate. The end... I believe you missed when Colonel Ward Flag mentioned that the weasel ate babies. I mean, you know, he's a weasel. <laughs> we what if he ate puppies? Would that be okay? Look, he's, <clears throat> it's his nature. He's a weasel. You know, uh, you look at something like that that's a weasel humanoid, you don't know which parts of its brain are weasel and which parts are humanoid. Oh, no, I mean, amusing. You know, I, who can make that judgment call? The poor thing. I think Gons and I both decided that we actually liked that movie, uh quite a bit uh i think i think he turned it up to 12 and he did a throttle back to 11 there are a couple parts they're definitely completely off the chain like i said there were parts of it that i like there were characters i liked but overall i felt like it was pretty awful i'm gonna guess that you don't care that uh, peacemaker's getting his own tv series i that's like my least favorite character <laughs> Well, there's there's some thoughts going around that uh, Colonel Rick Flag's uh, last words to him 
where he basically called him a joke, are are going to be pivotal in him doing a heel face turn. Sort of a as a wrestler, sort of yeah. thing. As a wrestler, that's in his wheelhouse. I I actually thought he was amusing. I thought him and Idrisova uh, played off each other well, and uh, I I would watch that movie again. What do you okay give it on a rating what? scale? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four. I'm gonna give it like what you give Beastmaster, <laughs> <laughs> which I will apparently never live down. <laughs> that isn't to say I wouldn't watch it again, though. Fair. Um, I do agree that I wouldn't watch it frequently as some other movies, but as clips, it's definitely a good clip movie. Oh, like, I would have saw that see that scene where they go have the killing contest in the middle of the camp, and you just watch that scene on YouTube and you're done. I can so. see that. That's fair. They were I think just such terrible people. Like they're criminals. I know. They're in uh, jail. The weasel, poor guy. They could show up again if they let James Gunn do something else. <laughs> But this is uh this is why a Marvel throttles him back. Like, whoa, whoa, James Gunn, that's too far. Bring this shit back a little bit. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, are we gonna talk about Hawkeye? Yes, let's talk about Hawkeye. Okay. I liked it. Uh, you know what? I liked it too. And the reason why I liked it is because it's not just another Marvel superhero. Um. It's trying very hard not to be. Correct. It's, and and the characters are, I mean, Hawkeye is just human. You know, he's not, he doesn't have any superpowers, so on and so forth. Um, So on and so forth. He's just there. And it, and he knows it because of what's going on in his life. He's beat up. He's battered. He's like, shit, this nearly killed me and I can't regenerate like, you know, everything else. But I, I liked it. The musical, of course, was atrociously bad on purpose. Yeah, which it was, was on great. purpose. Yeah, it, it was, was supposed to be. Uh, so, I have a different view of this also I do like it for a lot of the same reasons, but I have a different view because they are taking Matt Fraction's Hawkeye run, which is available. It's a It's a trade paperback you can buy on comiXology or whatever you want. I own it. It's great. And they're adapting it, which is difficult because Hawkeye in the Marvel Universe is a very different being than Hawkeye in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yet somehow they're tweaking just enough stuff in it where you see the underlying story and they're doing a great job of working it into these characters to uh, this version of... uh, uh, What's her name? Kate Bishop. Yeah. Uh, And the dog. And the dog. Pizza dog. Arrow. Arrow. His name's <laughs> going to be Arrow. They named him Arrow. Anyways. Um, but, you know, I like the way their their interactions are, and I'm looking forward to where it's going. I mean, obviously, we can't rate it yet. We're only two episodes in. But the first one felt really long, and the second one felt a lot shorter. But I'm interested to see where they go with it. I think Haley Steinfeld and uh, Jeremy Renner play off each other well. But Jeremy Renner has actually good comedy chops, which people don't know. He's in a couple comedy movies where he has got pretty good comedic timing with stuff. So, uh, I, like I said, looking forward to see where they go with it. Me, me too. I, I, will, I will say that I think they went a little too far on the LARP scene. <laughs> I think that was... I definitely felt like they were 
given LARPers a very bad rap, but I'm not upset at the scene because it ended up being pretty cool overall, and it's sort of telling the story, and I think it's sort of, you know, a lot of this is going to be about Hawkeye finding who he is. Correct. Really. His that scene, I think, is an early, early telling point of that, so I would suggest it. Watch it if you can, Kathy. You don't have to this week, because obviously Gonzo's already tasked you with watching all of something else, so... Uh-huh. <laughs> but you but, should put it on your list. Yeah, I, I think the LARPing scene was it was over exaggerated, but it was meant to poke fun at everything. And all the every time I see any TV show or movie uh, show anything to do with D and D or LARPing or uh, Renaissance festivals or reenactors, it's always super over exaggerated, and they make it seem like all these people are all obsessed with this lifestyle and, you know, like some sort of weird reality show. Uh, here's a little story that most, most people don't know back uh, when it was airing, when I was working for games workshop, uh, Veronica Mars, the producer that actually called to try and put, they wanted to use games workshop, you know, for like one of the characters as a background and all. And they had to talk to our department that deals with that our marketing department and we told him no because they were going to make it the bad guy and make him all strange and weird and use that as part of the reason why he was strange and weird they're like nope can't do that no yeah no although that being said on veronica mars there was a moment where the principal's son was in his room painting miniatures and she comes and knocks on his door and it's locked and he's like uh just a minute I'm right in the middle of using this paint color and I don't want it to dry. And I died. I died because I've said that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, no, that, that that's good stuff. But you I mean, I, I respect them for calling and asking mm-hmm. rather than just going. Uh, we fielded a call and sent it over to our uh, then marketing guy. I think that was Tim Huckleberry back then. And, I, you know, since I had taken the call, I, I like, was the follow-up on it, you know, just so I know if someone calls again, you know, I idea what's going on. So that was an interesting slice into the, the background of Games Workshop and the media. But yeah, I, I'm glad they didn't go quite that extreme with it, but it is I, a I common thing. I appreciate them saying no-no on something that's going to put a, uh, a hobbyist in a bad light. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I still see it on Twitter where people are like, oh, it looks like a crew from a Games Workshop store. And I'm like, motherfucker, I will beat you senseless. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Uh, I feel I feel sympathy for Hawkeye because, you know, he's been through a lot of shit and he's just he's beaten and he's he's tired you, and he's you done. know who he is. He's Marvel. He's Marvel. The Marvel Cinematic Universe's version of John McClane. Yeah. If and I always come back to this, it's a line in "Live Free or Die Hard," where you know his sidekick in that, the, the Apple Kid, asks him like, you know, why do you keep doing this? Is like, if there was someone else who would do it, I would let them, but there's no one else, so it's got to be me. Yeah, and that's what Hawkeye is. If there's something going on, there's no one else to do it. It's got to be him. Yeah, he can't just let it not happen. Like if Cap was there to pick up the shield, so to speak, and go with it, he'd let him do it. You know, and it's not like he's got into the Avengers. He doesn't know any of those people anymore. You know, who's left of the Avengers? You know, because Black Widow's gone, Cap's gone, Tony's gone. I mean, he and Banner never seemed remotely close. Yeah. He and Rhodey didn't seem close. He and Sam didn't seem close. 
Scarlet Witch is off on her own. He, he doesn't know any one of these Avengers, so he can't ask them for help. Like, oh, hey, this thing's happening. Can you come and just whoop some people's asses? But besides, he has a trained shield agent. He can handle most of this stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I liked it. I liked it because it's, it's it's not this super high-powered, let's use all of our superpowers to solve all the problems. This and, is a guy that's broken, beaten, and he's like, sh- like he says, shit, I've got to do this because no one else will. I, actually, honestly, I think the, the him having a family makes him more interesting than in the uh, comic where he doesn't have a family. He's divorced. and But the uh, hearing aid thing is actually a canon thing from the comics. Oh, I didn't know. I mean, I, I didn't know anything about it. I mean, I know the character, but I, I enjoyed it. I can't wait for the next yeah. episodes. I, I want to see where it goes. I like all the characters. Um, I'm, I'm Bishop. I like her. She's interesting and fun. I want to see yes. where all that goes. So. Absolutely. Um, and it's 830. I have more, but uh, I'll hold off on for that for next week and stuff. So, um, guys, we appreciate <laughs> you being on here, uh, hanging out with us, chilling, relaxing. Um, I will probably be doing some early afternoon streams just to get some hobby and stuff done, um, because I need to do some hobby and stuff. Um, I think I'm going to be doing some Gundam streams and leave the painting for this. Maybe, I don't know, but I definitely gonna do some Gundam stuff. Um, I don't forget to check out John doing his mech warrior online. Uh, and don't forget to check out Kathy during her painting streams, um, on her own channel, on her own channel, um, which she'll probably do in some. Uh, reading this week. Um, other than that, guys, be safe. Take care of yourself. Make sure that you wash your hands, wear your mask, and get your shot. We want to see you at HUDCon 2022. For more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. Good night. We're going to send you off to our friend Vlieger Dragon. And look out for each other, too. Make sure you go over and check out Ligger Dragon and give her a follow if you haven't done it already. Two, one, rain!